invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. Yo, welcome. Welcome. This is the first episode of 2023. We made it podcast. Our first time recording together. The new year 2023. Say hello. Hello. on a novel. Yeah. <laughs> Holly, can we get the French? Can we get the French uh, Happy Ooh. New Year? Ooh, we have to Google Translate that. Yeah. <laughs> Holly's really hating on uh, a, a large part of her nation. I stopped <laughs> taking it once it wasn't mandatory anymore. Damn. Caesar with the nice uh, damn. Uh, Real shirt on right now. Got them. Got the nice uh, denim. Okay, because I can't really tell you. I mean, the Logitech is failing you right now. You know what I mean? No, it's not. I think it's just your. You, you have a trash laptop. Yeah, you got it in four twenty p over there. Is it really that bad? Is it that bad? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, no, it's just just a denim. You know what I'm saying? Is that a pin on there? Is that is that some kind of? Brand? It's a pin. It's a Star Wars pin, actually. Okay, Caesar. How do you like yeah. Star Wars or no? I don't really. Mm. I don't really uh, watch it. Do you know anybody like Star Wars? Yeah, I know a few people. Okay, well they're cool. Are, they're they're, they're cool. cooler than me. <laughs> yeah, those people are dope. Get them on a show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, before we get into the big football news, um. You guys got any New Year's resolutions? You know, you do that stuff. You guys got some New Year's resolutions you want to share? Um, I mean, I don't really. I don't usually make a resolution, but I do have like a goal for the upcoming months. It's just like you know, just a casual like workout goal. The usual. Gyms are hella busy right now because you know everyone has that goal in January. It'll fizzle out in a month. Everybody's trying to be dope like you in the gym. They can't all be though. <laughs> it's, it's not not for the weak minded. No, trying to, me, get the, I, trying to get the gains is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Me, I want to go back to streaming regularly on Twitch and keep being consistent in the gym. I'm on week five, and I'm I'm proud of myself. Nice. So we're gonna keep going, even though I'm gaining weight. But it's all good. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> gaining muscle. Yes, no, way too much. You know, we're getting to, <laughs> we're getting beyond three hundred club. We got to slow down on the muscle. We gotta, <laughs> muscle got to chill out. <laughs> Holly, what's your gym routine? Are you uh, are you like going for the gains? You doing cardio, or are you like one of those anti cardio bro lifters? <laughs> um, kind of. I don't focus on cardio. Uh, Sometimes I'll throw in a little stair stairmaster. Okay. For like five minutes at the end, but mostly, mostly it's just just weights. Out of feeling. Be big. I'm trying to get. I get swole. Okay. Swole. Well, I want to walk around like this. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, know, with their arms out. Right. You want to have a hard time itching your back, and I get it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why. Is that why I'd be having trouble? <laughs> okay, dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's cool. I mean, I want to do a million push-ups in three years. So, um, right. it's not that, really a resolution. It's beyond. That's multiple resolutions combined. I mean, that started in October, but I'm on my way. So, twenty twenty six, you're gonna have a million push-ups done in twenty twenty six. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. New president. New. So, new, what's your new routine? Million. Me? What are you doing? Like a million many, push-ups. Like, what do you do? At um, once, or you're just trying to get to? Whoa! <laughs> like, no, I'm I'm doing like I'm trying to do like I don't do like push-ups every day, but like every other day, every couple of days, I'll do like 300 or so. Whoa, Jesus! You know really? I mean? Yeah. I don't think I've done 10 in a day in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I'll, I'll hit like 300 or 200 or something like that. And so the last. The last couple months, I did like two thousand something or like twenty six hundred. So I'm trying to get like I'm pushing towards a million. Wow! And I have them prison muscles. I mean, you will. You'll literally be like uh, you'd be like Debo or something. You'll be you'll be <laughs> insane. 
Yeah, forget, forget. I'm trying to look like a Gucci man when he was fat, but like a little swoller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fat buff Gucci. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Um, but anyway, well, hopefully you guys, you know what I mean, get the gains. Y'all trying to go to the gym, you know what I mean? I, can I have a resolution for Holly? I, I want to see you playing some more soccer this year somehow, you know what I mean? I'm trying that's to get you on the pitch. I want to see some videos. You know yeah. I mean? See, so mixing somebody up. I haven't played in a couple years. Oh, I, pl- I played last time I played was my season got can my indoor season got canceled because of COVID. Mm. So I'm so jealous. That was 2019. I don't like indoor. I just do it because. Is it turf indoor or, or like yeah. hardwood indoor? Oh, no, turf. I don't like turf indoor that much. I like hardwood indoor more. I know why you don't like turf. I don't. Know, I know why you don't like indoor. Because you got to defend. You have to. <laughs> and I can't slide. I can't slide. <laughs> you can't slide tackle. Because it yeah. burns. Yeah. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think I remember seeing someone slide tackling indoor for real. <laughs> I was waving at whoever. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you. Yeah, you can't. You got to defend an indoor. Um, and yeah, you can't just do like the lazy defending. Like, hey, I tried. I, I slid. Yo, I tried. Just yeah. jump out like hockey style. <laughs> yeah, just jump uh, out on his defense. <laughs> Forty-five second shift. That's yeah, it. just jump out and jump in offensive defense every time. Maybe me and Caesar will hit an indoor. We never, we never played indoor. Um, we played in that league for a little bit. I played indoor a couple times, like in a tournament. But um, me too. I've done. I've done it like at um. I've done it. We did a little bit in that turf league years ago, yeah. but I did hardwood and um, like overseas and also in Hawaii too. I did that too in college. I did I did hardwood in college, and I was like I, this. I had no like. I was like very. You're ready for that soccer. I'm like y'all are too good, dude. This is. I, I was back. annihilating. Our prize was like. First place gets like five hundred dollars at the bookstore, and I was like, "Damn, that's a lot of money!" Like, <laughs> bookstore would be kind of low key popping. There's not just like books there, you know. It's like, you know, laptops and shit in there. I was like, "Let's go!" So we was really trying hard to win that money. <laughs> yeah, you're probably stealing. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into what's going on in football, um, guys. We're having uh, we're having some uh, some pretty uh, incredible things going on in EPL right now. Caesars, one of Caesars teams from back in the day when they had a what was his name? Didier Drogba. No, no, then they, they had a Moby or something like that. A Moby? Newcastle United. Oh, <laughs> didn't have some Nigerian guy named a Moby or something like that? A Wobi? No. Nope. Something like I know that. You're talking about the lefty guy. I don't know. His brother played Frado with Fury. Never forget yes. that. I'll yeah. never forget that. Yeah. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Um, Newcastle, baller for three games. Newcastle United is currently sitting third in EPL. Let's go Magpies. Pretty amazing. Um, they got an ugly record. They're nine, eight, and one. Very um, ugly. It's very ugly. They, they've scored thirty-two goals, which is fifth. But they currently have the best defense in EPL. They've only given up eleven goals all season. Compare that to. Arsenal's giving up 14. Man City's giving up 16. Uh, Man U's giving up 20. Tottenham's giving up 25. And Newcastle's sitting over here at 11 goals given up. And their goal dif- because of that, their goal differential is kind of crazy. That the third best goal differential at 21. Um, I, when I when I was like looking at standings, I was like, I see Newcastle. I'm like, what is going on there? Like, how is this even possible? I looked at their starting lineup in their last game when they played Arsenal, which was a 0-0 draw. Like these guys are I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say they're nobodies, but like there's not any like star player by any means on their team. Um if somebody was looking at this team, they might say the best player is Almiron or Gimarish, but for their defense to be doing this good. There's I've only heard of I've heard of Sven Botman because he played it for Leo and Liga and Kieran, and uh Kieran uh Kieran Trippier, obviously, but like these other guys are like not household. They, yeah. they got some dude named Bird and some dude named Shar or Cher. What about Big Joelington, dog? Big big giant man. Yeah, they got Joelington. <laughs> big Joelington. Um, Six foot four Joelington. There and, and and so I was also thinking about I was like, damn. 
like when I thought about it, I'm like, oh, you know, obviously Saudi Arabia bought the team last year, but they haven't even brought in anybody. The only player they brought in since then is um, Alexander Isak, and he hasn't even played for real. Like, yeah, he almost scored though last game off a header, but it was blocked or something like that. Yeah, like, but he's like not even really like out there doing his thing. They no. got they he got, he was injured apparently for a while too, but yeah, he hasn't really been doing anything. He's been injured for a long time. He was injured yeah. for a long time. Uh, Sven Botman, they got him. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess yeah, they, I guess Sven and, and Isak are the only real two transfers. Well, Gimadish, they got Gimadish. They got Gimadish, but uh, they got him the year before. Um, and they got oh, right. um, Nick Pope. But uh, what's going on, yo? Like, what's going on with Newcastle? I think like when I've watched Newcastle play, um, they've like they just uh, they play really good together. A lot of the they've also like kept like a pretty consistent amount of players on the team. Like there hasn't been a massive turnover in players coming in. Like we're not seeing like a brand new eleven every season. You know they still have a lot of the main core guys. Amidon's been there for a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Gimadis obviously was there last season. Saint Maximilian Pegasus has been there for a little bit now. Even and his hair has only gotten the worse. Real Gucci man. Yeah, yeah, you know the, the 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 original headband, even when it was looking kind of crusty, um, you know he was out there. Uh, but I think that they just kind of it looks like they 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 also like play a big. They're really good at that typical. Well, I see a lot in EPL. They're really good at the counterattack ball. Um, a lot of teams build up on them. They hold the line back. They don't get scored on a lot, and they're able to push out and get a lot of goals in. They also have that English uh, striker who's not bad either. What's his name? Um, Wilson, Wilson Kellen Wilson. Yeah. Colin Wilson, he's, I think he's having a decent year too. Like so, so he's. He, I I've always thought he's pretty good. Even remember when I see him at Burn Burnmouth, Burnmouth like yeah. Burnmouth. He I always thought he was pretty good. So I can't pronounce that in Brazilian. Um, <laughs> there's a U and O in there. That's not fair. Um, so no, they they play really good together. They do a lot of counter attack, but I have unless some of those guys come back, I have a feeling. It's gonna be kind of like that wolves effect that happened, where they were kind of up there and they might kind of drop off a little bit. That's that's what I feel like. I feel like at that second half of the season, they're running on a good vibe right now. But I think as the second half and it starts dueling down, I feel like they might drop into like a fifth and maybe like a teetering on, on, on like a Europe League. But I can't imagine a finishing if they finish third. Let's go. But like I can't imagine. I I feel like they're gonna drop a little bit. Holly, you think Especially they're going with to... that record? <laughs> Holly, you think they're? I mean, with one loss though, Holly, they might think... have more draws than wins. <laughs> like, almost, almost. Uh, Holly, you think they're going to fall off, or you think that's something they can sustain? Um, no, I think realistically they'll probably fall off. Like currently, they're one game ahead of United, who's just below them, but they're level on points. So, uh, I can't remember who United's next game is, but um, they're on a I, I roll right now. Who are they playing next? Man City. Oh yes, that is that is correct. Um, I mean, hey, anything in is possible days. in two days. In two days, yeah, on, on Saturday. Never mind, they're gonna get a gap. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> they might be safe for one more week. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> but honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with Eddie Howe too. Um, the manager. The manager. He's he's always kind of been looked at, especially as like his last couple seasons at Bournemouth. I know Bournemouth are kind of an up and down club or like, you know, they're kind of mid table, like nothing special, but um, he, he's always done pretty well there. And he was, he's always looked at um, like, he's always in conversation conversations of uh, when teams are looking for a new manager. So I think that um, it's a lot of his doing as well, considering because they didn't make too many moves. So like in that case, you have to look at the, a little bit higher up at the manager. So, but I don't think they're going to finish third or anywhere in the top five. Uh, um, May. Okay. Can I, can I say my theory of why they are doing? <laughs> oh no, yeah, probably not. Um, since you're muted, you can't stop me. Um, my theory of why they're doing better and like why they're doing so good I think it's because when Saudi Arabia bought the team, see Caesar Caesar's already think I'm gonna say something crazy. I'm not. I think they gave everybody raises. I think they gave people more money. I think people like Almiron and St. Maximus Aurelius and Pegasus uh De La Florence, I think that players like uh I don't know if Callum Wilson was there then, but um I think they just gave them more money. They're like, look. 
you know, who knows like what the highest wage is on Newcastle? Like, I don't know. But they're probably like, look, you know, we got some wealthy people come in to take an extra 20 racks uh, a week, you know? And that probably motivated them to be like, damn, shoot, okay, you know, there, there's something more to play for. Newcastle's been like a bottom to, I mean, they got relegated not that long ago. Yeah. Like, they've been mid to bottom for a long time. With, with um, Perez as the coach, right? Yeah, Rafa. Yeah, yeah, Rafa Perez. Rafa, they got relegated with Rafa, I think, too. Yeah, uh, and DeAndre Yedlin. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think that when you see, like, it, it seems like a, a question of motivation, like, these guys were like, wow, like we got something really to play for now. Like this could be a, a great club going forward. I'm trying to play my way. Like if people are thinking like now this club can, can become like Man City. Like if if your club is on the way to becoming like Man City, like you want to stay there, you know? So these guys are like, nah, I got to, I got to, there, there's something more to play for. They probably got some more money. Because you're not telling me like these fools, uh, are better than like Liverpool, you know what I mean? Like th- now, granted, they're not be- they're not beating a lot of teams. They're drawing a lot. And when I was looking at the matches, like I think like they haven't beat a lot of good teams. Um, they're not losing though. But the, yeah, no, they're, they're true not. Arsenal. So they're not dropping they points, Arsenal. Really. They, they've I only they're what true. they've only dropped one point, right? I mean, they've only dropped points one time, really. The, what, and that the, was the that was the big loss. They only lost. I think it was to Tottenham, maybe, mm-hmm. or no, or maybe they beat Tottenham, and I think they beat Chelsea too. I forgot who they lost to, but um, they drew Man City three three early in the season. And I'm just looking at them like this. Got to be. It's got to be because. They're motivated by what can happen with Newcastle. I can imagine. I think uh, UAE bought Man City in like 2010 or 11 or something like that. If you were on that team the year before and then they're like, yeah, you're about to get an injection of billions of dollars potentially. You're like, damn, dude. Like, oof, I'm trying to stay here, dude. Like, <laughs> if I was playing on like a regular team and now they're talking about it's got oil money. Hey. You might know, start running a little harder. <laughs> you start, like, literally. You know what I mean? That's true. Money does motivate. Um. Yeah, like, being on Newcastle is not a big deal. Like, if you're just like a player, it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm here for now. You know what I mean? That's cool. Hopefully I can get to another team. But if you're like, yeah, maybe I don't need to go to another team. Maybe I need to stay here. Yeah. Honestly, though, I wonder, it kind of makes me curious that, like, this season being as weird as it was with the World Cup in November and December, that could have also, like, motivated teams in a way too it's like okay play play it out you, and then you have a month off in the middle of the season and then it's like a fresh start that's mm-hmm. kind of like that's kind of what united has been doing ever since you know they they came back at end of december or mid you know whenever after the world cup finished they've been like balling out well we're going to so, talk about them in a second all right all right we're, 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 we're going to see I can't help but mention it we're gonna see what's going on with United. Actually, we're gonna take a little deep dive. It's about it's about the North right now. <laughs> yeah. well, Man- Manchester's in the North too. <laughs> well, it's more North. It's it's more it's Northwest, whereas we're in Northeast Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so you guys both think they're gonna fall off as the season goes? Yeah, but not disrespectfully. Like you know, she she said it's gonna drop off and like they're, they're gonna be chilling like eighth or something. I said they're just gonna That's go to like, reasonable. They're, they're gonna be chilling in conference league, having a good time. Though they'll be a conference league here, and I'm gonna watch those games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if they end up even in conference league, like they're gonna get some new players coming in for sure. Regardless, they're gonna get some players coming in. I, this, this I think it's beneficial for them to do whatever they can to at least stay within like a Europa League position because that makes it more appealing for like a big player to come because you can have all the money in the world, but like it's tough to get players in if you're just going to be back and, you know, just playing. But I mean, it is the, no, I take it back. It's Premier League. People just go no matter what because they pay a lot and it's also the Premier League exposure. It's probably contrary to being another team in another country that has Champions League. It's like, yeah, but I still get, way more sponsors playing in England. So it's like, I might as well just play, even if I'm in 10th and playing for, what is that? Nottingham Forest or whatever? Yeah. And, and, and we're going to talk about that later too. Okay. What the, What is this? <laughs> I mean, you didn't look at the show notes. That's why. But, of course like, not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I honestly think they're going to stay around that level. Um, I mean, I could see them dropping to fifth, but I don't really see them dropping to six right now. 
after the game today, even though they're, you know, played 19 matches and a lot of teams have only played 17, Fulham is in sixth place right now um, above Liverpool. I do think Liverpool's going to come back a bit, but I I really see Newcastle finishing like within the top six. Me too. Probably think they're going to finish like 10th or what? Yeah. No, I don't think it'll be that big of a drop off. I'm going to go with like seven, eight. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's talk about Holly's team over there. Let's take the uh, one of them free, one of them expressways on over to uh, Manchester. You know, Manchester has been they're, they're on a four game, a four match winning streak. Pretty impressive until you look at the teams. I was I, I seen it. I was like, okay, look at me. I'm like, dang man, you've been balling. You know what I mean? But I seen Bournemouth. Mm. I've seen Wolverhampton Wolves, who are what in rele- relegation. <laughs> I've seen Nott- Nottingham Forest. Although Nottingham Forest do got Serge Aurier, they, they do. Oh, that, that's not really a positive. That's not really that. Case. They got like nine. They got like nine Brazilians now. Okay, yeah. just relax. <laughs> and they did beat Fulham, who just beat Chelsea today. Um. Holly, like, okay, Holly, you got to take off the fan hat just a little bit. All right. Is it, is it real or is it, is it a bit of good fortune in the scheduling right now? I mean, yeah, it's definitely a bit of, uh, it's, it is an easy run, but I'm, as a football fan, I'm not complaining. I mean, like, that's something you want coming out of, coming out of the break that they had a pretty easy schedule. And then, Come this weekend, they're gonna either hit a brick wall or keep the momentum going. I just think everything has come into place now with Eric Ten Hag and with number seven gone and that toxicity out of the dressing room. Um, I think uh, everyone's balling out. You can't tell me Rashford isn't balling out right now. Honestly, I haven't watched. To be honest with you, okay. Well, he's he's doing pretty well. And um, I just think it also, yeah, it just goes back to Ten Hag and everything coming into place. Like he he set a record um, for starts at United. He has like who, who, who did who did like as a coach as a manager. Sorry, like Ten Hag, he has like twenty oh. twenty wins and some and like fifty goals scored almost. For, okay. So for his. His period of being at United, it's a, a record-breaking um, statistic. But City will be a challenge this weekend, but I don't think it's as big of a challenge as everybody might think. I mean, honestly, I, I think Man U has a chance to get City. They they beat the dog shit out of uh, Arsenal. City did? No, uh, no Man U. United, yeah. Yeah. Their only loss yet. Yeah. Um. They got they got City. Then they got Crystal Palace. Then they got Arsenal. Then they got Leeds. Um. I I mean all teams that are all like doing pretty well right now. I feel like uh, what is Crystal Palace like tenth or something like that? Uh, twelfth. And Leeds is uh fourteenth, but they you know they can do some damage too. But then after these four EPL match, I, I'm not counting the cups. That's whatever. But after those matches, then they do have to go back to Europa League and face the mighty Barcelona. I don't know. I don't know if I'm too worried about that either, though. Ooh. Okay. It's. I think it just. I think a lot of it is um, momentum, and I really like the style of football they're playing right now, and I I do think they can kick out Barcelona. Okay. Caesar, what you think? What's what's going on in Man U? Is it is it a facade or is it real? I think, I think it's a little bit of a combination of both. Not necessarily facade. I think that you want your teams to win against lower level in competition, right? You want them to win those games. Like even some of the big teams struggle with that. Like Real Madrid sometimes really struggles against some of the lower teams. And it's frustrating to see that you want to just see them get through it and pass by. Like, am I going to give Manu a high five for beating Charlton Athletic? No, but like that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's, you better win that game. You know what I mean? Um, it is more important, of course, the record against the top five, and it's important to see how they move forward in consistency because it's like 
you can be they they they've been doing great, but you know, you got to get ahead of Newcastle. You got to move up to the top. Um, you want to see that in your team, especially with as much money as Manu has and the downgraded swim pools they have. So we we need to see better results. But I think that they have a real chance against Man City as well too. I think that Man City is a, an, even with the inclusion of Holland. There's always something that leads to when you they play that that tiki taka ball and with Pep that leads yourself to open to mistakes because not everybody can be perfect all the time and and, and when you're doing this you can capitalize on it and Menu is very very down to 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 let Man City kind of dictate and then take advantage of an opportunity and people like Rashford who are really good in that counter attack situation you know with. Casemiro, who I guess Man U fans are discovering that he can do a lob pass, um, and he never did this at Real Madrid like that post. So I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You, you, okay. Um, he's really good at getting that out ball, out ball out at CDM and, and move it forward. And Rashford is really good at receiving those. He's good at getting that ball and 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 you know, especially when everything's kind of chaotic, he's really good at making something happen. I think that Man U struggles when teams sit back and make Man U develop offense, that's when I see Man U have a hard time. I see Anthony passing the ball 84 times back. Um, I see Rashford kind of like making this space a little bit, not really. But when it's a counterattack situation, they're lethal. They're absolutely lethal. So if that's your course, that's a good matchup against a team like Man City. But if you're if you're like um, offense is predicated on you developing offense, that's where I think Man City wins because they're going to take possession from you, not let you develop. And um, I, that's why I think Man U has a good chance, especially with that what happened at Arsenal game as well, too. Yeah, Arsenal. I feel like two. I feel like two of the goals against Arsenal were on counters, from what I remember. Um, and there yeah, might have been a- all those Rashford highlights are him doing like swerve ball shot counters, you know, like, um, which is good. You want Rash- him to score Rash- those. Rashford's really a counter attack player. Like, yeah, he is. Like, I mean, he's, he's not like Mbappe, like, oh, here's offense, he, and he's on his no, wing. He's no. going to like make this crazy shit happen all of a sudden. It's more like, here's this counter, and he's, he's gone. Like, he's, he's already gone. gone. Like, you're not catching him with, you know, with like your Harry Maguire's and Svet Botman's in the world, you know? Rashford's an EPL guy. Like, just, like Yeah, he's literally from England. <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be passing the ball and doing all that, dog. Uh, <laughs> no offense. <Stop. laughs> um, yeah, but he's, he, I saw, I know Holly talking about, he's, he is having a good, he's, he's balling out. He's, yeah, he's doing his thing right now. Um, so do you think that, so Holly, where do you, like, obviously it's like half the season. You think Man U is primed to, let's say they beat City, they will be on 38 points. City's on 39. You think like Man U is top four? Like, you think it's a lock? Yeah, I'm trying not to be a fan, but I do think it it, it could be a lock. You can put the for fan top four. You can put it I could put it back. Okay, then it's definitely going to be a lock Ooh. because Newcastle will drop points. Mm. Um, that Tottenham I, creeping. Yeah, I, I don't know. Tottenham, I'm not – they're just not threatening to me, like, yeah. ever. So okay. I'm, I'm never really worried about them anymore. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's – I think it's a lock. I'm not – Chelsea is not not good. Well, Chelsea's in 10th place. They're, 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 ten, they're like, below Brentford, so. That's what I mean. Like, the, <laughs> the, the, the regular top four that you'd be worried about, I'm not worried about other than – you know, maybe Arsenal, but if we beat them once, we could do it again. Well, you guys are 11 points behind Arsenal right now. And, uh, I mean, there's still Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool's having a bad season so far, but you you can't – you can – maybe they'll get it together. You know, like Liverpool can go on a run, and that's scary, I think, for a for menu. Um, Tottenham, I don't know. Like, Fulham's going to get out of there for sure, but – um you got you got Liverpool too. I mean, they're they're seven points behind Man U right now, but they can go on a run. No, I, no, I don't know. I just think they're it's a, it's a weird year for them. Um, I don't. I'm not worried about it until our next matchup. And so, okay, well, okay, we'll see about the city match. Unfortunately, it's at four thirty in the morning here, so. It's at yeah, it's at seven thirty here. So oh no, 
7.30. Well, it's like, just like the World Cup. Oh, no, it's 9 a.m. here. Oh, no. But yeah, it's it's literally 5 for me. <laughs> it was I the most saw aggressive that. World Cup my entire life. I'm like, I really actually want to watch I, this. I miss so many PL games that are because they do the good ones first. And I go on the thing. It's like, oh, it's I wake up at 6. Oh, the game started two hours and 20 minutes ago. I'm like, come on. Who plays at 4 a.m.? <laughs> I'm in <laughs> L.A. You don't care about L.A.? Come on. I, I got to see if it's going to be on the TV and I can, like, record it. But if it's going to be on Peacock, then, like, you got to wait, like, a long time. I got No, you got to wait 24 hours. Yeah, that's long, yo. <laughs> it is a long time. By then, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, speaking Should of... You do, e- like, ESPN and let you get it immediately. Why do I have to wait 24 hours? Literally, NBC, yo. Yeah. Um, anyway, speaking of EPO, I don't know. I know Caesar didn't give a damn about this article. I don't know if Holly did, but um, Javier Tebas, the uh, we, we look at there's an article in the whole show notes. You don't, you, don't, uh, you don't got to preface like that. You're gonna set me up a failure. Yeah, you don't give me a look. Is Holly trying to read it right now? Too, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caesar already sunk, so let me see if I get mine in. <laughs> you see my eyes moving, like, like left. You know, right. the, the screen got all bright. I'm like, I'm not about to get destroyed, like Caesar. Yeah, that's the Guardian page. Right yeah, there. I pulled up the web page. Um, what's the name? Um, so Javier Tebas, the president of La Liga, uh, right wing uh, activist, he was talking about EPL. And he has some interesting things to say. I'm going to read um, kind of a lot of this so you don't have to read it yourself. But um, he said that um, he basically he's basically saying that the Premier League is not financially sustainable. Um, He was speaking at a conference about how to protect European football's ecosystem. Um, He said that Premier League clubs distort the transfer market by spending huge sums on players despite making losses. Um, during the 22 summer transfer window, Premier League spent uh, over a billion dollars uh, pounds for the first time ever. Um, English clubs are responsible for 49% of the spending across the big five leagues, which is crazy. Um, but Tebas is questioning the sustainability. He said, what I'm worried about is the Premier League, and I've worried about, and I've been worried for many years now, but now it's converted into a competition that is losses all year. Basically saying like it's all the clubs lose money. There's no sustainability in the Premier League. The Premier League is not a financially sustainable model. They're financed by owners, but with enormous amounts of money that is distorting the market. They get more revenues. Okay, but you lose money and you're injecting one and a half billion every year. What does it mean? It means you're not sustainable. Um. I guess last year, uh, 2020, 2021 financial year, only three clubs in EPL made a profit, uh, Man City, Wolves, and Leeds, which is random. But um, there was a part in here where he said something interesting. Um, Okay, he said, we can compete with the Premier League without any problem at all. I'm not worried about the fact that the 15th position team in EPL signs a Spanish player. I'm worried about the fact that they sign them when they're making losses because we don't allow our clubs to do that, which I was like, mm, I don't know, because I've seen some interesting stuff going on with Barcelona uh, this season, but whatever. Um, okay. The thing that I thought was really interesting was Teba said the only two leagues that are sustainable economically are Bundesliga and La Liga. Um but and he said we need to fight so that financial sustainability is also applied to the Premier League. I guess he's saying that Bundesliga and La Liga have rules in place that don't allow them to like do the same things that EPL is doing. I, I like it was interesting for me to hear that, and I don't know like Javier Tebas could just be biased, like maybe he's friends with the president of Bundesliga. I don't know, but it was interesting to hear that, and I think we've all seen we've all been critical at least of like really good players coming from like France or Spain or whatever. And they just signed to like Aston Villa or like Nottingham Forest. And it's like, damn dude, like these teams got so much money to get really good players and just some, you know, mid-level team can sign them and pay them like double what they were getting. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I agree. I think that we're seeing now in the era of like, 
especially with the collapse of things like in the crypto world and everything with all this obscene amount of money i think that i think that they're that those things that's not sustainable like large increments of wealth doesn't mean sustainability that just means like it's a positive time period but there's going to come a time period where you know the tv contracts aren't going to be able, money aren't going to be able to keep up and these sellers are going to be able to keep up like it, it's just not make sense the reason why those others are more viable because they're much more stricter on like financial constraints that clubs can do um they, you know like they're, they're strict about like players having to get citizenships like you know there was a, a thing that posted did that said oh real madrid started the first uh lineup ever with like no spanish players um but what people didn't fail to notice is that uh, t uh, 10 of the players that started are have spanish citizenship so you know that's a different course of action that is not really commonly done with the premier league premier league they have to do a lot of visa work but not a lot of citizenships and and i, I think that that kind of stuff it can get difficult to to get players in but um along with the financial it does lead to sustainability right like the player has made like uh, uh citizenship and he has like more invested to stay it's like it's a it's a more of a process and sustainability in the long term but i don't i i think that what epl is doing is like while it's hot but i can imagine a situation where you know it, all it takes is 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 one and it becomes a domino effect right like what if something happens with like nottingham force right they sign 11 people and I'll, is it going to be a situation where like ah oh, they just go broke and then they fall away down and another one steps up or is it going to be something that happens with maybe one of these big Qatari investment groups or something in Saudi. What if one of those gets tied up in some kind of financial blockade or what happened? Who knows what happened? Because you're dealing with, with real country's money, like actual wealth that's not accumulated from the sport. Something like that happens. And those people, those some of those org investment groups own like four to five teams. That's big, you know, and it could be a big team like a Man City, you know, you never know. And yeah. and uh, yeah, so I don't think that that's a, a long term sustainable plan at all. I like what you think. I mean, yeah, I definitely see tr like some facts and truth, truths in what he says. Um, and like, the, I just think that the fact that so many big clubs, too, are like bankrupt or like in debt. Yeah. Like, oh, in debt is what I meant. Like, clubs do go bankrupt, but like, a lot of them are in debt. Like, for for years they've been in debt, and it's just like that doesn't seem really sustainable for for the teams or for the for the leagues. I've always admired. I don't know too much about how like La Liga runs things, but um, you know, I've always admired how Bundesliga does a lot of their. Um, you know, a lot of the business and, and the fact that teams, they have that rule where some teams are owned by like half um, fans and half like, you know, other owners. Like it, it, it's cool. Like that seems like that is substan substantial for the league and, and it makes sense. Whereas, you know, I think Caesar put it better than I'm explaining it, but like it just, I think the Premier League could take things from other leagues in order to help it not you know in order to make it last for the teams and for like for everybody so yeah there are definitely truths in that article yeah it seems like what he's saying is like it's kind of like a financial bubble and then it eventually it's gonna burst um everybody starts making a lot of money it stops at some point something happens because there's gonna it's gonna take one person or one situation where it's going to exceed the greed of what others can sustain and hold up to. And it'll pop the bubble. That's always how it works. It's not be, like, because when it comes to generating wealth, it comes out of eagerness and greed and like wanting more and more. And one person is going to reach too far into the cookie jar and it's going to fall. Like that's just how it works with and, consistent yeah. with history, you know? Yeah. And England is definitely one of the countries that's like known for being like one of the financial tricks. You can get money kind of places um when it comes to banking and things like that so i mean i wonder like maybe like i can also imagine javier tebas is like you know I, I know he's not the nicest guy with like the best politics i could see him being like just jealous you know he's um, a little bit of a hater i'm not gonna lie yeah, right <laughs> so i could see him just kind of being like that like yeah. oh like yeah they got all the money but you know it's not gonna last forever but but 
at least for like fans of the sport, it is frustrating to see good players in like France or Spain. I don't really pay attention to Bundesliga like that, and nobody's coming from Syria anymore. But um, <laughs> but like to go to EPL teams that are like mid to low table teams. And it's literally just because, like, 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 for example, um, Maxwell Cornet went from uh, Lyon to Burnley. Yeah. That like hurt my heart, dude. Like, I don't want to see him go from Lyon to Burnley, dude. Yeah. A perennial French club with a lot of, with consistent Champions League experiences. He, he was know, playing at he, Burnley now. He played in the semifinals of the Champions League. He beat, uh, they, Lyon beat, uh, Man City. Mm-hmm. He was on that team that beat, Did- beat Juve and Man City, and then he went to Burnley. Like, didn't they say like when they had that bad year that the only person that really was playing was him? They're like he was the only. Like, they were like they yeah. were like he was the only one in the yeah. club that was balling. They still got relegated. Yeah, he was the only <laughs> one playing for real. <laughs> and he he, yeah. he he like went to West Ham. Like I think he's on West Ham now. I think he's injured right now. But it's like yeah. to see something like that is rough, dude. Like you know. I mean, mostly I pay attention to Liga, obviously, and I remember them talking about like Husam Awar going to Aston Villa, and I'm just like, really? Well, th- this is my thing. It's like, well, someone says like, oh, that, what, like, what is Burnley supposed to do? But it's like this: if like you know, if if Maxwell Cornet went to like Elche in Spain, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why are you at Elche? Like, that's not even like or Valladolid. Like, what are you doing yeah, there? <laughs> like. Yeah. But like, and and that that's what the equivalency of Burnley is in La Liga. So it's like that's why it's strange because clubs like that, they do a lot of development with like you know t- players they find through scouting or like a lot of local or or talent from the country. So when you see them get like a player from a big club, you're just like, what? Like that's yeah, weird. Like, yeah, really good player. Like for example, like I don't have an issue with like man, you getting Anthony like. You're paying a hundred something million, like yeah, go for it. Like you think he's going to be the next best thing. That's kind of what you expect a man you to do is make a big investment on players like that. Exactly, but like when when someone like that ends up at Burnley, it's just like damn, dude. Like it's only because Burnley is in EPL, they they can like double his salary. Yeah, but if, oh, if Nottingham Forest spent seventy million on Anthony, I'd be like, "What is going on here? Exactly. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's wild." Holly, as an EPL fan, like, would you want to see, like, would you be mad if they changed the rules to make it, like, more financially sustainable and EPL start falling off a bit, ends up like Syria? Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who would have thought of that? Drop much? Off. Yeah. <laughs> chill, chill. Okay, you know what? Actually, I thought about it. Like, I remember when, when Arsenal got Gwendozi. They got him from a league duh team. They got him from a second division team. Like, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing scouting, you know. You there's a dude in the second division of France, but like we like him, and he's like 17 or 18. Go for it. Yeah. But like, and 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 like, but even if Burnley got him, like I'm fine with that. Like, you're scouting actually. But like to be able to like pluck off good players that are veterans from big clubs across the world, that shit is annoying. No, for sure. I I do agree. Like there should be rules, uh, like implemented, um, in the EPL. Because yeah, it's just it's it is so weird to see when like players go to like the randomest clubs. Like that's some like FIFA. Like the video game stuff, you know, like it doesn't it doesn't make sense. So I, I think in order for things to make sense, there needs to be rules. I don't think it would drop off like Syria, though. And and to to see that English clubs are responsible for half of the transfer spending, like half, that's crazy. Like oh, yeah. Hmm. English teams are the like they're always the ones that making like they're making several moves in like January. You know, you it's know like, what? You know what? Maybe, maybe actually, maybe, maybe they gotta get like bring in all these players because like there ain't that many English players like that come through the academies. Like 
the English players suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, <laughs> if there's one, if there's one group of people that gets mad about English players not getting their representation, it's the English commentators and the fans. They're like, oh, like Gallagher should be starting or whatever. Like they're like so mad about this a lot, and um, it's like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you want a system that? a lot of those lower clubs would give opportunities for those players to get right. more consistent minutes. Like, I don't care if, you know, a club guy's going to start at Chelsea. I don't care about that. But he's not even able to go to Nottingham because they've signed, like, nine Brazilians, you know? And, <laughs> and and literally straight out of Palmeiras. Like, it's just very weird. Um, I don't know. It, it's and, weird. And Serge Aurier. They do have Serge Aurier, uh, um, who I saw at Santa Monica Pier. You never sent Sahali that picture, did you? No, I think I've seen it I on know. the beach. Me, me and Serge Aurier chilling on the beach, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's his name? Now Fulham fullback. Um, the left back. Uh, used to be a PSG. Kazawa. Kazawa. Kazawa, too. Kurzawa, yeah. yeah, he did go to Fulham. I forgot. <laughs> he's, at, he's at Fulham chilling on the bench. Oh, hard. I feel like he's injured, probably. Um, he's been injured for like six years. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's just... I would like to see more parody. It's just funny though, because even with that, it's not like, I mean, we did see an all EPL final in champions league. It was Chelsea and Man City. The investment is going somewhere. I'm not saying that the investment isn't going somewhere, but is the investment, is this, is this, when this is happening, are we really getting the best representation of the like spreading talent in Europe or is talent just going to England? Like yeah. that's the problem. Like maybe a lot of these things, of course, these other clubs in other countries are having their own financial re- issues for their own reasons, <laughs> Italy, but it, it does kind of suck that the other, other clubs like are, are feel like more leached, you know, like they're just kind of like, it's like, Oh, are they going to end up every single, I mean, it was already with the rumor thing, like every single person's rumor to go to an English club. So it's like, you don't ever hear other than like Sadio going there. You don't hear people going like, "Oh, like Bayern or something like that." You feel like you hear uh, more of like, "Oh, someone might go to Aston Villa over them going to like some of the other clubs outside of England." You and know? you know what's funny too? That I think about it, like when I'm thinking about like the best players on the England national team, like they don't even really play for big clubs for real. Like Harry Kane plays for Tottenham. Jude Bellingham plays for BBB. Yeah, he's not I mean, even in Man, England. Rasher plays for Man U, but like Man U, sadly, hasn't been very good the past decade. Um, Sancho came from BBB. <laughs> yeah, and he's on. What the hell happened to Sancho? Is he still on Man U? Did he get injured? I think he's injured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, like Raheem, well. Raheem Sterling was on City, and he's at Chelsea now. But like, um, I mean, he wasn't even like a real like starter like that on the um, national team. Um, you don't you don't really you're not really seeing like um the best England players playing for like the top clubs even. Um are you looking up who else is on the team? Who the hell is on England? Declan Rice, like Yeah, he plays for West Ham. West Ham, yeah. Oh yeah, like, Declan what? Rice. That's a good point. At, Declan at the, Rice. At the Euros, Calvin Phillips was starting and he yeah. played for Leeds. Trippier. Trippier, he plays for Newcastle. Yeah, like Harry Maguire's at Man U, and he's like, you know, who else was playing? Who was the other center back um, for England? Tomomori? No, no, he didn't even get called up. He didn't get um, called up. In the national team. It was uh, Maguire and Stones, I think, who plays for City. Who plays for City. Yeah. Um, who was in the midfield? It was Bellingham, Declan Rice, and... Henderson? Henderson started some matches. He's at Liverpool, but he's like older, you know what I mean? Um, and then you got Saka, who's at Arsenal, like, which is like still kind of, you know, Arsenal's obviously doing good this year, but like they haven't done jack. Like, they haven't won a trophy in forever, you know what I mean? Yeah, but those those still consider one of the most popular it, it, EPL clubs. It, 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 it's it's a it's a big team like Arsenal, yeah. but like they're not a winning club for real, for real. They haven't won a trophy or anything in Europe in forever. So like that's interesting too, and I think it kind of shows something that these clubs aren't really like pushing for. Like, like, they're not signing. They're, they're all, not. Like, they're not all signing top tier English talent yeah, for sure. Like, no, like for like, Jude Bellingham should not be playing at BVB. Like, no, if anything. He should be playing at West Ham with Declan Rice. Even Sancho. Sancho was like known as like a wonder kid in England. So it was like wild yeah, that he like, was. Why, a, like, why is he at BVB? Like, why? Like, why wouldn't he be getting playing time at 
And he's, Ash- he's not even rumored really. He's like rumored a little bit for Liverpool, but like all the rumors people are doing like Real Madrid, Madrid for yeah. Bellingham. Um, so yeah, like I feel like it doesn't really make sense too because I feel like there's been the like since I've been watching, there's been a couple Euros, there's been two World Cups, and nobody thinks England's going to win the World Cup or the Euros. Like as much as you know, once they advance, we're it's coming home. Like you're going to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's coming home, but like it's no Good song, no. <laughs> yeah, like I'd sing it in the stadium. Yeah, like yeah, if they're playing against USA, I'm singing it. No, home. I'm singing it's coming home. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm, I'm not it. singing. We believe who? I'm not doing. I believe that we. I'm away. singing I'm it doing... in a British accent next to Adele. <laughs> 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 I'm beholding. I'm beholding arms with the, with the oh, Prince Harry. It's coming home. <laughs> but like for EPL having all this money, being like so dominant at the bank, they should have a better national team, and they don't. I still think that at the end of the day, I'm not going to go all the way full hater mode like you. They did have two two teams in the final, so like. In, in in European competition. No, I'm talking about the national team. I'm talking about the national team. Okay. But it's like it's like the club investment is doing itself favors because a few years ago, me and you were doing discussions on the show talking about how there's no EPL teams making out of the first round of, of eliminations yeah. in Champions League. And lately it's been a whole lot of EPL teams in that final. So yeah. clearly the money is 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 putting its value towards on the field. But at what cost of, of of competition around? What cost of European competition? You know, yeah. um, and and I don't know. I don't know if that's the best thing moving forward for the future. Maybe a good thing if you're an England fan or chilling in England. But if for the sport, I don't know if that's the best thing you really want. You know, I don't care as long as man you is winning. Facts. Honestly, yeah. Red Devils. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know if y'all going to talk about it real fast because um, we didn't get a chance to talk about it yet. But um, Holly's favorite player has gone over to Saudi Arabia <laughs> to continue his career. Um, I know Caesar has some opinions about it, but I do want to uh, no, not anymore. I do want to know what Holly thinks, and I and I'm I'm hoping for full hater mode. I, I, I'd love that. <laughs> I- yeah, it is. It, I will go full hater mode. I just think, like, nice. is it really a surprise? No. no, no. And like, you know, I like, I love it. I love the memes that came out of it, or like, you know, the people replaying that Pierce Morgan interview that we all talked about and watched a, a couple months ago, where he said, "It's not about the money. I probably won't go to Saudi Arabia." And then, no, he actually left he, it on the table. He left. He left it on the table, but he said it wasn't a money move. But like, come yeah. on, dude! Like, don't even like. We're not stupid. So, uh, I mean, but like, realistically, like, where else was he gonna go? Like, we all saw that coming. I don't think it's any sort of surprise. Is it like kind of sad? Yeah, like we don't don't want that to happen. But I don't know. Look like, at Is it like I don't know? No one's surprised. But I, did you guys see something today? So it was probably just some rumor, but uh, the rival team that Ronaldo went went on wants to uh, get Messi for like an absurd amount of money. I didn't see that. They want to bring him to Saudi Arabia as well. I don't want to. I'm not going to be racist on the show, but I'm just going to say that. Don't let these 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 people over there start doing their rumor mill work. They start getting to work. They start getting to work on coming up with stuff. It's like the comment section you'd see when a player would go like, "Come to Biscuitas, come to Biscuitas." Bis- like, yeah. don't 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 get them excited because now uh, every day I go on Instagram, it's like now it's pictures of Luke Modric and a goddamn uh, Nasser show. I'm like, can we just can you guys just stop and shut up, please? Come on, dog. It's not happening. Now I'm not mad because. Ronaldo's gonna be playing with my cousin. That's really cool. Shout out Big Taliska. Hanging out with Big Taliska uh uh has Baia tattooed on his kneecap. That's our real Bayana right there. Um respect. Um not yet. Um so no. Yeah, I think like I'm not surprised he went for especially when like okay, like he they talk like let's keep it real. Like 
Are we all just going to believe corporate pizzazz? No. Yeah, you're telling me about all this. Oh, you know, it's for the girl, the sport of a... Come on, man. Like, it's $75 million a year. I don't give a damn about growing no sport. That's a lot of money, man. And and Ronaldo, if there's one thing this man loved doing other than playing soccer and scoring goals is, is making some goddamn money. This man loves some paper. So I'm not a pocket watcher, but I'm always about get it how you get it. When the big China stuff was happening, the big China moves, people were going like... How could you go to China? God, what, what are you going to China? I'm like, hey, man, why are you stopping this man from cashing out? What if he blows his knees out next week? He's still going to have that $200 million uh, from wherever he played at. So whatever. I think that it clearly was going down a path when you have to do a Piers. When you have to go to Piers Morgan to try to, like, fix whatever's going on, I already know it's, it's starting to it's starting to be over with. When you gotta have before you're released from the club, you're having conversations about like it's about to be over, it's over. I have this hard hitting interview with Piers Morgan who the week before interviewed Andrew Tate. Um, I'm like, look, it, it's it's done. It feels like the the welcome is wore out even in Europe. It sucks because I don't like to see legends end up in this path. I don't like that like like, do I, I like to see stuff like, oh, Pele going to New York and Beckenbauer playing for New York Cosmo. That's cool. That's like part of the journey because you're you're solidifying the dreams of every kid from those region. Being able to see a player that would have never matched being in their league. Cool for kids in Saudi Arabia because it's like, I would have never imagined Ronaldo's going to be playing here. That's crazy. That's the coolest part of it. But I think in terms of just the pure, quote-unquote, sanctity of the sport – it just kind of sucks because now it's like in a place where I'm not really going to be able to see it. It's not along the lines of maybe other cool like legends playing and that kind of matchup. Great for that region. Great for that. But, you know, it it, it just the, the path is always going to be skewed because the path of his rival is so much more positively driven by the media and people. Even when now there's reports coming out about. They talk about how much Ronaldo is being paid to go there, but no one talks about his salary at Barcelona, uh, Messi's Barcelona salary, which now literally has – we've seen crippled Barcelona financially into them making even dumber moves. Now there's an investigation being launched and now ours coming out more about Messi's contract and some of his demands and the things he was receiving. That stuff is barely talked about because – I'm down and everyone's down to, to pile on Ronaldo. Respect. I mean, get it how you get it. But I think that at the same time, it's never been consistent. And I'm just happy that he's going there. Just so I don't have to read ESPN FC, wake up and just start getting their getting their fire off their, their angry tweets every day about bottling and stuff. It is like, I just thank God it's over. Let's move on. Oh, God. And then Messi won a World Cup. It's like, this has been the best year of my life. Let's just keep going, dog. <laughs> Argentina get another star? Great, dude. Awesome. What else is next, man? Huh? <laughs> you can tell that that man is a Ronaldo fan right there. That was a... Uh... Whatever, dog. Look, man, it's over, okay? He's going to be playing on uh, 2B TV. It's all good, dog. It's over. <laughs> okay, see, so for me, like, I don't even take that into consideration. Like, I don't think that... Like, I think here in the West, people are upset, like, he didn't come to M MLS. Like, I think oh yeah! So much of the thing... I didn't think he was going though. Yeah, and, and, and for me, play on a baseball field in New York. What do you? What do you yeah. well, that's got their own issues. You think we're not looking to play games in Colorado? Yeah. Come on, dog. <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, That'd be like, stupid. Like for me, I don't really think it's bad that he like he's going to end his career there, or who knows if he ends his career there, because like Shavi went to Qatar to end his career. True, true. Shavi did. What's the name? Um, Iniesta went to Japan and got a big ass. Uh, yeah, no one went like, oh, NES is a goddamn uh, bozo for going to Japan. I mean, you know, like the, the, he's NES is like damn near the same age as Ronaldo. Like, he even went even younger. Yeah, no, he he actually yeah. absolutely went younger. He went uh, like thirty four. Yeah, like I think like we don't see the football that's being played in that region, true, so we just true. don't have any idea about it. But it's a region that's very passionate about the sport, and like what, like why. Like, why should Ronaldo come to a country where, like, we don't even care about soccer? Like, it's not our main even... sport here. Yeah, no, like, or or in Canada, like, it's not the it's not the like main sport. Like, he's going to a place where people actually care about the sport. They play it for when they're kids. It's like the main sport. Go out there, yeah. He's getting a lot of money, but for me, the narrative that he's going for money 
that's what everybody's doing that. The, the misconception I mean? like, in the everybody's West is going that. for money. Like yeah. we've seen Messi go to PSG after Barcelona fans hate PSG. Like there's so much animosity between Barcelona and PSG. There's so much animosity towards like this whole like La Liga and PSG. And that's where Messi went. Why? Because they're going to meet the demands that Barcelona couldn't meet in that contract that leaked. I don't care that he did that. But for me, it's like, keep the same energy. Neymar, when Neymar went to PSG, yeah. Oh, he went for money. When Messi went to PSG, oh, that's, you know, it's another, it's a new challenge. For me, Ronaldo is damn 38 years old. You got to go play somewhere. If you, if man's you, old, we know that Ronaldo can still play at least a little bit. The last full season he played, he led Man U in scoring. Like, that's that's the reality. This season it didn't look so great so far, but you know, Man U didn't look that great. They're doing better without him. I'll, I'll concede that. But Bournemouth Wolves, nine and four. Well, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Charlton, I think. I do think he has yeah. something to offer to the sport. Um, and you know, what are you going to do? Like there's, there's look, they're, they're offering to pay you a gazillion dollars. Like, sure. You know, like we're going to say no. Oh man. No. And also like Caesar and I talked about the prospect of him going back to Portugal. And I wouldn't like that because it's like, this is a mega star in a, in a developing league. Like, let the developing like let them be the focus of the league, like the developing players. Like, I don't want to see Ronaldo going taking the shine from players like, even though he's not that good, uh, Gonzalo Ooh. Ramos and uh, Paulinha and like these players. Like, I don't want, I don't really like, I don't really care that much. But Portugal's developing league. Like, let those players be the focus of the league, and like let Ronaldo go do something different. But I don't hate the move. I wouldn't hate it if he went anywhere because he's old as hell. Like, you know, whatever, dude. Like, go play somewhere. This is my only counterpoint to what you're saying, and it's not really a counter. People think that the way to grow soccer in, in what the Western world or here is to bring legends. That's cute in 1999, right, when you're trying to introduce more exposure to soccer. Soccer has a high exposure here. It's all over the goddamn place. It's on TV. World Cup comes around. It's huge turnouts here. People know about the sport. They don't need stars. It needs to be investment in developing talent here from within that people want to believe in the Americans or the Canadians or Mexicans that are from this area and like get invested because Mexico's proven that you can develop talent within your country that people drive behind the stars. Like a Chicharito the guy's a star. Like that's a star. People know him. He's a household name. You need to develop him. He didn't come up because he came out of Real Madrid and transferred over. He was already something that developed here and grew overseas. And and man, you that that's the journey that you want to get stars going, right? Like if Moose is supposed to be this star, it's American. Um, it's like oh he, he's playing Valencia. Well, it needs to be at a big club so people go oh look at this American guy doing his thing. Like Pulisic, Pulisic got pretty big. Like. He's a known name in America. That that's how it goes, and they have to be obviously consistent at the top level. I think Ronaldo. It's important for Ronaldo in terms of for the country for him to go to Portugal, in my opinion, because when you're like guy who came up from like the story of like coming up from like a sporting goes back there it's like kind of like cute for like the generation that has heard about the fables and the the stories of he, him coming out there now he's back there you know back in that area or let's say he buys like the club on whatever the hell island he's from whatever goes like that stuff is kind of cool you know what i mean that that's kind of cool that's just something for that one can want because of a fantasy but in reality someone throwing you 75 million a goddamn year like yo Let's take reality all day, you know, like, I mean, I'm not mad at that at all. Do your thing. And he's 30, going to be 39 in February. Like, you know, shout out Aquarius. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Holly, what, where would you have liked to see him go? Or are you just like, dude, retire? Holly wants to go to Australia. Ooh. That'd be kind of uh, dope. <laughs> Nani, Nani went there. Honestly, there I. Sorry. Well, Nani, I don't know. Um, Honestly, I don't. I don't care. I really don't. I don't know. I'm just like over it. 
go where you want to go. Go for the money. I'm not I'm not blaming for go going for the money, but just don't be like, nah, no, it's not about money. Like either just don't say anything at all at all or admit that it's for the money. Holly, what do you okay? I think this is one of the most overlooked feats, like amazing things that ever happened in sports, even. He was at Real Madrid. They won three Champions Leagues in a row, dude. You're not going to give him no love for that? No, I mean, no, I don't. No, okay, I respect his career, but I just, I don't. The the real GOAT just won the World Cup, so. What is that's that? All I'm gonna, Uh-oh. That's all I'm going to say. No, I, actually, the real GOAT was playing. Uh, the real in- GOAT died. No, no, the real goat was playing in Saudi Arabia for the Spanish Super Cup a couple days ago. Cavani? He scored his penalty. Everybody, <laughs> everybody else bottled it. But the real got... goat passed away this year. Shows him damn respect to Big Pele, dog. That's true. He's like a close second. Um you know who, Cavani? Yeah. yeah. I'm playing the modern world. Um, I never seen Pele with I never seen Pele with a headband. Um anyway. Um I was gonna talk about some transfers and stuff, but Really, it was going to be talking about Joel Felix, but I did watch the match today. He was balling out a little bit, then this fool got a red card, and I'm just like, I I'm, blame I'm, Simeone. <laughs> I don't know. Like honestly, he did one of y'all lazy defending slide tackles. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> who the no? First of all, first of all, who the hell slide tackles with their knee flying in the air? No, are you an idiot? Like, Put your knee down and slide on the ground. What are you doing? I'm like, dog. What are you doing, dude? Like, what was that? Like, so stupid. God. Um, but I, I like the, I'm I like hoping the name Felix, though. it's already January 12th. We haven't really had much movement in the transfer window. I feel like there should be more, but maybe there won't be. But I'm like, can we get a few? Like, what's going on here? Can I? Can we get some transfers, dude? Yeah. Like Caesar said, he's just every day you go on your Instagram Explorer and you just see another player with a Nasser jersey on. Wh- whoever <laughs> whoever started whoever started photoshopping faces on jerseys didn't know how much they ruined the world. Oh yeah, they thought they were doing something cute, and it was like, oh look at this. Then they just started ruining the earth. I cannot handle these pictures and fake posts from like transfer underscore uh, right now underscore two two four. I cannot take it and if, uh, the crazy captions they put it's just insane dog. i'm sure it. there's a picture that exists with holly on a menu jersey yeah yeah probably yeah yeah Hella lane, cropped, cropped perfectly i mean it cropped it to perfection with the yeah. wayne wayne rooney or a van percy <laughs> yeah, holding the jersey yeah oh, absolutely Anyway, we made a podcast. Oh, I don't think we got your Portuguese in the beginning, uh, Caesar. We didn't. Yeah, starting off the year all fucked up. <laughs> I mean, we could retire that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm down. New year, new new language. Yeah, it's just episode 286. Maybe we can get Holly with the French. Maybe I'll start practicing. Yeah, Caesar, first time ever holding his cat. Um, we made a no. podcast episode 286. Make sure you uh, like, comment, and subscribe. And holler. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary.